School Sports on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Handoff Anderson inside the 15. Spins, gets away. 10, 5, touchdown, Ramon Anderson. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors, your roofing, windows, and siding partners for life. Pressure, now he'll just sling it, and he's got a man at the 5, touchdown. School football game of the week only on Fort Wayne Sports Station 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Now, here to call all your high school football action, it's Brett Rump. A note to all cell phone service providers there's a school called Norwell on Highway 224 just to the east of Uniondale. If you want to add a tower or two, it's probably very welcome, uh, especially on a football Friday night. Sorry about the delay, everyone. I am Brett Rump, along with Shannon Griffith. John Graham is our studio producer. Matt is hanging out. He'll be giving us halftime scores as we've got a battle in the Northeast 8 Conference tonight as the East Noble Knights, fresh off that dramatic 40-32 loss at home last week to the Leo Lions, invade Norwell to take on the Norwell Knights with a 4-1 record. 3-1 versus 4-1. East Noble won the toss. They have deferred, and so they will kick off right to left, which is west to east. Here's the kick. High hanging kick. Taken at the 5. Up the hash marks on the right side. Now bouncing it to the left at the 15. The 20, and finally chased down at the 21 and a half yard line. So the Norwell Knights will start with the football, and it will be the Norwell offense led by Leighton Bailey. Bailey is a 5'9", 165-pound junior quarterback, completing 51% of his passes. This is a Norwell team that is primarily built on the run. And when you talk about the run, it starts with Luke Graft. He's the junior running back that is averaging over 10 yards per carry. He'll line up in the backfield. The ball is over on the left hash. You've got a wing. Trey Bodenheimer lined up to the left. He'll come in motion to the right, and they'll sweep it to the right. Trying to get the edge. Graft chased down and thrown down as he tries to turn the corner. Didn't quite get to edge. Nolan Rhodes, one of the three safeties for the East Noble Knights defense, got there to take him down for no gain. It's going to be second down, maybe even a loss of a yard. Second down and 11 from the 21. Yeah, they got some good safeties. You got Munson out there, and of course, the Zolman kid. Both are very active on this East Noble defense. Now from the right hash, second down and 11. Handoff right up the middle. They'll run the gut, and this is Graft stumbling out to about the 28th. So seven yards on the quick hitter. It's going to bring up a third down and five. Call it six on the carry out to the 27. So third down, about five yards to go for the Norwell Knights. They will line up with two receivers wide to the right side of the field over on the left. One receiver to the right. Under center. 
Bailey takes the snap, and he will give it to Graft up the middle. Graft will have first down yardage, rumbling out across the 35 to the 37-yard line. Up front, you've got the Knights have Cole Patrick, Ari Riley, Aiden Billiard, Brody Boland, and Kyle Zettis. At that time, they got a nice push, created a seam, and Graft with good low shoulder pad level just drove it out to the 37 and a first down for Norway. Well. Yeah, another graph, big kid, six foot, 195. Two receivers left, one to the right, drop back in the pocket. Bailey looking to throw, has time, throws over the middle, and it's caught out at the 45-yard line. Rowan Zolman, the immediate hit, taking down the uh, receiver, Cohen Bailey. So that is Bailey to Bailey. And it's a gain of about eight yards to the 45, where it's second down and two for Norwell. Zolman really close fast on that. Single back and the handoff. Graft up the middle, rumbling across midfield. He's into East Noble territory at the Knights' 49-yard line. Six more yards for Luke Graft and a first down for Norwell. Exactly what the Knights wanted to do to set the tone in this football game. Yeah, they're very disciplined on offense. They do a good job with the running game, and then they do a good job mixing the pass, as we've seen earlier there on the first down play. First and 10. Norwell now at the Knights, East Noble Knights, 49. Another give to Graf following the left tackle. Hit at the 45 and falls forward to the 44. Five-yard gain. And those are the type of gains that will keep the chains moving for Norwell. That's a very positive play running right behind the left tackle, Cole Patrick. Yeah, if you're getting to the safety, that's what you want in the run game because that's the one guy that you're not going to get a blocker on, so it's one-on-one. -on -one. And thus far, that's what they're getting in the run game. They're getting to the safeties. Noble lines up with a three-man defensive front. Now they've added a fourth guy to the mix. And another give to Graf. Big hole right side. He's inside the 40, then popped at about the 37. Taken down at the 36. Another first down for Norwell. He does. And it's pretty much all Luke Graf so far. Yeah, like you said earlier, he runs with great pad level. The other thing that he has is pretty good vision where he likes to jump inside or outside where the hole is, and that's what he does well. First and 10 from the East Noble 36. Norwell left to right. All navy blue uniforms. Another good hole up the middle. And Luke Graf dribbling, stumbling inside the 30 to the 29. That's a seven-yard gain. And this is the problem East Noble had last week. Yeah. And trying to stop the run. And Norwell's using it to their advantage early. Yep. And then I tell you, Bodenheim had a really nice block there on the linebacker that gave Graf that nice hole. Bodenheimer, a wing that will shift around to create a lead blocking situation. He's six feet tall, 210, just a sophomore. And a flag as the ball is snapped, and it's going to be a false start, I believe, against the Norwell Knights. So from second and three, it's going to be backed up to second and eight. That's one thing last week. They, you know, they had a couple of these offensively. But they're not a team that really beats themselves and taking these type of penalties. They're more disciplined in that, and it really hurts them here now because now it's a back to a second and eight. 
Ball just inside the right hash at the East Noble 34-yard line. Norwell, second down and eight. Two receivers left, one to the right. Wing to the left side of the formation. The single back is Graft under center. Bailey, play oh, action, nice throw over the middle. Caught by Bodenheimer. He escapes a tackle or two, but can't get out of the arms of Rowan Zolman, who finishes him up, and he's inside the 25 to the 23-yard line. And another first down for the Norwell Knights. Really good mix of slipping that play action pass in and a couple of nice throws by Bailey. This drive continues. A little pop pass over the middle there. First and ten. Graft up the middle. Oh, he ran into the back of his blocker, but still was able to keep the legs moving to get into the red zone inside the 20, all the way down to the 17, maybe even the 16. How about that? That's an, You know, that's a busted play that ends up going for six yards. He he ran right into the back of his blocker. Yeah, Gra and like you said, Graf is a kid that's pretty shifty, but at six foot 195, he's got some power behind him. From the right hash, Graf the back, wing to the right, Two receivers to the wide side, left, graft again. Bounces it off, tackle right, and stumbles to the 10. Good one-on-one -on -one tackle that time by the Knights, Keenan Carrico, because if he doesn't make the tackle, that's going to be six points, but it is now first and goal right at the 10-yard line for the Norwell Knights. Yeah, we're on the 13th play of this drive already. From the right hash. Single receiver right, two receivers left. Give to Graft up the middle. And that time, not as much of a hole, but he does take it down to about the seven for a three-yard gain. It's second down and goal. Nice job right in the teeth of that defense by East Noble. This is a Knights defense that's really built with athletes and not the horses. And so you see five safeties. You see three linebackers. And only three true down linemen. Second and goal from the seven. Here's the handoff up the middle. Graft tries to make a man miss as he hits the five-yard line and keeps the feet going to about the two. Five-yard gain. Luke Graft sets up third down and goal from the two-yard line on the initial drive of the game. 5.20 and the clock runs. The script couldn't be any better for Norwell here on homecoming night. On third and goal from the two. On the right hash, Bailey getting under center with Graf the lone running back. And it's Graf. He'll take it to the right, and he'll push his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Norwell. Seven minutes and two seconds into the game, the Norwell Knights strike first. They now lead it six to nothing on a two-yard touchdown run. The tenth of the year by Luke Graf. What an impressive drive for Norwell there. Austin DeLeon, a left-handed or left-footed kicker, is going to give it a try to add the extra point. It is up, and it is good. Great start to this one for the Norwell Knights, taking the opening kickoff, going the length of the field, and taking a 7-0 lead over East Noble. 4.58 remaining in the opening quarter. We're coming back. It's high school football on 13.80 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. Now back to high school football. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors on Fort Wayne Sports Station. It's going to be a good one here at Norwell if the Knights can continue to run the football the way they just did on the initial drive of the game. 78 yards. A Luke Graff touchdown run for two yards out has Norwell leading it over East Noble. Seven to nothing. Here's the kickoff. High kick toward the end zone and jumping up to make the catch and staying in the field of play, Rowan Coleman, and then he gets popped at the 16-yard line. And correction, that's actually Munson. Munson actually did a pretty clever thing. He stepped into the field of play and then jumped up to make the catch way up high so that he could have an opportunity to return it. He may be second-guessing that decision after he was blown up at the 17-yard line where East Noble starts first and 10. I think that was John Colbert on the tackle. And, well, that was a phenomenal open field tackle and wrap-up. East Noble has sophomore Xander Brazel as the quarterback. 5'11", 180 pounds. Doesn't throw it much. 59% completion percentage. Nine touchdowns, three picks. Kanan Carrico, the main workhorse in the backfield, and he'll get the first touch. Here comes Carrico left. Got the blocking. He's across the 25 and spins his way to the 28-yard line. Well, just like that, you get about 12 yards to the 29. And East Noble looking to answer. They've got a pretty good stud in the backfield themselves. Keenan Carrico's a good one. He's 6'2", 220. And then you got Hood, the Ball State football commit. The left uh, left tackle, 6'8", 325. Like I said, he's a uh, human eclipse. Here's oh, a reverse. They flip it to Ethan Nichols. And in the backfield, Norwell takes Nichols down for a loss inside the 25 at the 24. That is a subtraction of five yards for the East Noble Knights. That what was great Bo penetration. Yeah. That was Bodenheimer. He plays nose guard on defense. He's quick. In that time, you saw his quickness. Yeah, shot the gap, got into the backfield, and completely took away that reverse. Second down and long. He'll give it to Carrico. Bouncing it right. Puts the pads down and drives through a defender out to the 30. Call it the 31. We have really seen some phenomenal tailbacks in terms of size. I mean, these kids. Yeah, 6'2", 220 yeah. for Carrico. And you flip it, you got a 6-foot, 195-pounder for Class 3. East Noble down 7-0. Drop back. Brazel looking to throw. Now he's going to scramble left. He's got a man near sideline. Caught by Nichols at the 40. Down the sideline he goes. Wrapped up as he gets to midfield. That's going to be a first down for East Noble. Nichols just the outlet. He just went out here and sat by the sideline, and the defense kept backing up and backing up. 
and an easy uh, pitch and catch for Brazel, who was chased from the pocket to Nichols, and a first down for East Noble and a third down conversion to keep this drive alive. Stay in coverage. That's what the coaches are yelling there because they gave up a first down. Handoff, Carrico following Hood on the right side of the line, but he's met at the line of scrimmage. That's a spin just to get a yard to the Norwell 49. Tried the old Green Bay Packers sweep there. Pull both guards. Carrico gets on the hip. That time it didn't go as, as planned, but again, with that kid running it, he's going to make a lot of offensive linemen right. Second down and nine from Norwell's 49-yard line. East Noble already down 7-0. Quick screen. They get the ball on the far sideline to oh, Zolman. He fumbled, he fumbled the ball loose over on the sideline, and I think Norwell's recovered the Zolman fumble. They have. Trace Moser is the one who chased down the free ball over the far sideline. He recovers it. And it's a turnover for East Noble. Norwell with a 7-0 lead takes over at their own 33. Coming in this game, Norwell was a plus 9 on the turnover margin. East Noble minus 1. And now they're minus 2 because of that big that turnover there. Norwell will huddle over here on the near sideline with head coach Josh Gerber. How about the turnaround for Gerber? First year, 0-10. Then 5-26 through three years, but they started to see the progress. Over the last 17 games, this Norwell team is 14-3, 4-1 this year. Here's a pitch Pass. sweep going right, halfback option. Graft wanted to throw it, but he got chased down and tackled by Nolan Rhodes before he could throw the pass, and Rowan Zolman wasn't fooled. He was sitting back at center field just tempting Graft to try to launch that one as they slip Cohen Bailey downfield. As a result, the play goes for a loss of about four yards inside the 30. I like the call, though, coming out, running the ball that first series, trying to see if they were peaking. Good defensive uh, play by East Noble. Second down and 14 from their own 29. Norwell the ball and a 7 nothing lead. Here comes John Colbert. He's the other running back. When Graf gets a little bit of a break, Colbert takes over and he just brought it on the run to the right side and got a nice eight-yard gain out to the 38-yard line. Call it nine yards. That'll bring up a third manageable now. So uh, third down and we'll call it five to go from their own 38-yard line. They need the 43 for the first down. Ball's on the right hash. And it's the handoff up the middle. Colbert hit at the line of scrimmage and then stacked up by a group of East Noble tacklers. That included Easton Brown, nose tackle, right there in the middle of it. Bryce Charles got a hand on him. And it's going to bring up a fourth down and four, and the Norwell Knights are going to have to punt. Went back to that one play they ran earlier on third down where they got the big play. This time East Noble, reading their keys correctly, made the big stop. So Norwell does nothing with the turnover. 
the three and out, and it's an end-over-end punt, kind of shanking to the 35, but a big bounce for Norwell inside the 25. It will come to rest at the 22-yard line. That is a 40-yard kick. There's no return, and it's first and 10 now. East Noble has the ball back. They'll start at their own 22-yard line with 36 seconds left in our opening quarter, and Norwell... Writing the script so far tonight leads it seven to nothing. Norwell had an initial drive that went 78 yards, most of it on the ground behind Luke Graft, and then forced the Knights into a turnover. And now the Knights get the ball back, but very little time left here at the end of the first quarter. Xander Brazel lines up for the right hash. He works out of the gun. Single back, Carrico. Brazel, pump fake, looking, looking, rolling to the right, trying to escape. Pressure and eventually chased down with no one to throw it to. He gets taken down right at the far sideline at the 19-yard line. It's a sack and a loss of about three yards. And that was really a cover sack because Brazel got out of the pocket, kept rolling to the right, and had his eyes downfield, just could not find a receiver. Yeah, Norwell's a very disciplined defense, had two pick-sixes last week against New Haven. From their own 19, second down for East Noble. And that's going to be the end of the quarter. Norwell the advantage after one quarter of play. It's homecoming at Norwell, and the Knights leading... East Noble, 7-0. It's our high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. With Shannon Griffith, I am Brett Rump. We're at Norwell High School where Norwell leads it 7-0 over the visitors from East Noble. We start quarter number two. Teams have switched directions, second and 13. East Noble has it at their own 19-yard line. They'll give to Carrico. He'll try to find running room off the left side. There's not a whole lot there. He is able to get the yardage back that was lost on the first down sack, but it's going to be a third down and long for the Knights. Call it third and 10 from their own 22. Yeah, Norwell's got a strong front. They play that 3-3 stack and sometimes they'll bring a fourth guy in, but they do a great job with their front. 
Receivers split each side. Drop back Brazel. Throwing near sideline. Fade looking for Zolman. Inside coverage that time the whole way by Cade Shelton. He got inside position and it was almost like he knew the play. He was not going to let Zolman get over the top of him. And good coverage brings up fourth down on the incomplete pass. You know, that was a pretty well-thrown football, too, with the way this wind's blowing. And like you said, the good coverage there by Norwell. Almost boxing him out. Yeah. Kind of turned his back into Zolman and just got his eyes back to the ball. Boxed him out and looked for the ball and had inside position and wouldn't give it up. Punt formation, and Zolman will punt, and he just shanked it off the side of his foot. Going out of bounds at the 40. Looks like the 42. So that's only a 20-yard kick. And the Norwell Knights with great field position at the East Noble 42-yard line. Norwell leading at 7 to nothing. We're just underway in our second quarter. You know, right now, East Noble may be feeling the effects of last week's heartbreaker to Leo. A little flat still. Yes, yes. So it is first and 10 at the 42 from the left hash under center is Bailey. He will give Graf the carry right up the middle and it dances his way through the hole then lowers the pads and pounds it down to the 37 after picking up five yards on first down. Really impressive with the technique of Luke Graf. (laughs) I mean, you know, he, he... is able to shift laterally through the hole with that sidestep. And then once he does get the momentum going, he really does lower the pads and gets the boom to get that extra couple yards out of after contact. Speaking of boom, they handed it off to John Colbert. He really got popped right at the line of scrimmage, but he was able to spin out of it and take it for a couple of yards to the 35, where it's going to be third down and three and probably four down territory for Norwell. Yeah, Trevor Conley said hello <laughs> on that on that uh, tackle there. Graft and Colbert together in the backfield, plus you've got a wing, and they give it to the second man. Graft, Graft's got a first down. He's still on his feet inside the 25, the 20, 15, and now dragged down finally by about three tacklers very close to the 10-yard line. Wow. Yeah, what a run. Yeah, the kid does a good job. Like you said, his pad level's great. They're getting to the safety. That's the guy that's unblocked. So Zolman and even Munson are going to have a long night if they're going to have to make all the tackles. It is first and 10, just inches outside the 10-yard line. That time, Graft tried to go off right tackle. And one of the uh, East Noble Knights, I think it was Damon Bentley, just busted through and made it difficult for him. There's almost no gain, maybe a yard going to the nine and a half, but it is second down and nine for the Norwell Knights looking to add to a seven to nothing lead. We're in the second quarter. I like this little play action pop path to, to, uh, They've got Colbert as the running back, Bodenheimer in motion, and Bodenheimer will get it. He'll power it right up the middle, but get nothing. I mean, they might give him a yard or two, but he was just overpowered. 
Trying to see if that is Trevor Conley who filled that gap and just stood up. Bodenheimer. Bodenheimer is a six foot, 210 pound sophomore. Yeah. But he was picked up like he's about 110. Yeah. And he's a he's a well built kid. I watched him out here earlier, and he's a he's got some uh, muscle up top. So now it's third and seven from about the eight yard line. Ball on the right hash. Single receiver each side. Pitch play. Sweep to the left. They got a hold of Graf's jersey, and they won't let go. Graf never got going as he was dragging a tackler. Trevor Conley got a hold of the jersey and just kind of got dragged along by Graft, and it's a loss of about a yard back to the nine, and it's going to be a field goal attempt. On to try a field goal for Norwell is Austin DeLeon. He'll be on the left hash. They're going to set this up at the 16, a 26-yard attempt for the left-footed kicker. Snap, set, and the boot. It's up, it's high, and it is good. From 26 yards out, Austin DeLeon makes it a 10-0 Norwell lead. Second quarter, 8.01 remaining before halftime. We'll come back. It's the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Hey, guys. Gronk here, calling a 30-second hair huddle. When it comes to tackling hair loss, Tim's has you covered. From clinically proven regrowth treatments to thickening shampoo and conditioner. Just go to 4 for a free consultation. Then a licensed medical provider can help you with your game plan. If prescribed, Hims ships directly to your door. Get your hair back in the game with Hims. Try today and get a 90-day money-back guarantee at 4 Just go to 4 slash huddle. That's 4 slash H-U-D-D-L-E. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Let's send it back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. With the coach, Shannon Griffith, Brett Romp, 8-0-1 remaining in our second quarter. And the Norwell Knights have extended the lead. They're 10-0 up on East Noble. Here's the kickoff. Line drive boot near sideline, and it will go out of bounds. And that's going to give East Noble the decision for a re-kick or to take it at the 35. And we'll wait to see what Luke Amstutz decides. You know, the thing is, if you've got guys like Nick Munson back to return, sometimes you <laughs> want those kind of guys to get touches. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, he is. Nope, they're going to mark it at the 35. They're going to take it first and 10, down by 10. East Noble has it at their own 35-yard line. I love the way that kid plays. Munson, he's he's one of those guys that, you know, is all over the field. Yeah, yeah. never leaves the field. Just a really good football player. First and 10, East Noble. All white uniforms, blue helmets. Handoff, Carrico follows the left Fumble side the of the line. Ball came free. Norwell says they've got it. Waiting for the officials, and they'll agree it's a turnover. Second lost fumble of the ballgame for East Noble. This one a fumble by Caden Carrico. And Norwell with great field position, already leading at 10 to nothing. They'll take over at the East Noble 37. 
don't know who got who caused that fumble there, but whatever he did, he put the helmet on it. That's what it made it pop out there. And uh, I tell you, Norwell's defense is very opportunistic. They did the same thing last week too. Create turnovers. Late, late Bailey, the junior quarterback, leading the Norwell Knights onto the field. They wear a solid navy blue top and bottom with a navy blue helmet. White numbers trimmed in gold. From the right hash, two receivers, one each side, or two to the right. They'll roll to the right. Now he'll come back on the scramble. He's being chased, and he'll pitch it forward. Ball is caught at the 37, and then stumbling to the 35. That's a completion to Luke Kraft. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> not sure where the play broke down. Bailey rolled initially to the right, and it looked like it was one of those roll to the right, throw back to the left to, yeah. to Graft. But Bailey ran it back to the left, being chased all the way across the field. And just about the time East Noble caught up with him, he flipped it forward, almost a shovel pass to Graft for a three-yard gain. Handoff up the middle. Graft, another carry. He takes it to the third. 30, falling forward to the 29. Well, that'll be six yards for Luke Graft. It'll set up a third short. Third, less than three to go. Ball sits just inside the East Noble 30-yard line. We've got 6.50 and the clock running here in the second quarter. Norwell already leading it 10 to nothing. Trying to take advantage of East Noble's second loss fumble of the game. Handoff, Graft. He'll have a first down. Dancing through the middle of the feet between the hash marks down to the 20-yard line. Gain of nine, maybe ten, and it's a first down for the Norwell Knights. I tell you, he makes great jump cuts is what we call them. Like you were talking about earlier when he's kind of moving to one side or the other. He sees that hole, and he hits it, and it's full speed. And, uh, again, Another pickup on third down. They're about 40% for the year on third downs, and you can see why. They're getting to those manageable downs. Hey, this is a bonus year for Norwell because this is a team loaded yeah. with sophomores and juniors. Bailey gets under center. Pitch and a sweep going to the right. Flag comes down. Graft will be wrapped up as he takes it inside the 15 to the 14. So he gains six, but there's an illegal shift being called against Norwell, and it's going to bring it back. Hmm. I didn't so quite see that. Halfway through our second quarter, 6.02 remaining before halftime. Might have to get a message to Caleb Hatch telling me better be at the Pizza Hut by about 8.30 because this one's going to be a quick one tonight. Yeah, Norwell is not in a hurry to snap the ball, and they're doing the, what they wanted to do with the run game, so no big hurry. Well, they don't hurry. They run it between the tackles. Nobody goes out of bounds. No incomplete pass to stop the clock, so it's almost like having running time here in the first half. Handoff graft up the middle on the first and 15. He'll get to the 20-yard line, the original line of scrimmage. So it's going to be second down and 10. Speaking of their youthfulness, I think uh, Norwell's coaches do a good job of putting their kids in the possible positions to be have positive plays, and it's showing again tonight. 
John Colbert is the lone running back behind Leighton Bailey, who lines up now in the gun. Five yards deep. Good snap. Drop back in the pocket. Bailey looking, looking. All day to throw. Now we'll roll to the left and take off running. 20. Oh, nice Got a block. big block at the 15. And out of bounds near the 12, maybe the 11. And that's going to be real close to what he needed for a first down. But what a block he picked up on the near side. Now, you have to be careful, Shannon, yeah. because you can't have the comeback block where you go downfield and come back and blindside a guy. And that was close. That was close. It was close, but it was a good, uh, you know, good, clean block. He didn't do anything I would call dirty. He just kind of got in his way and it made contact. They put the ball at the 11 where it's third down and one. Now Bailey will get under center. Two backs in the backfield. And it's Graft with the carry. Got a lead block from Colbert and has first down yardage where it'll be first and goal at the seven. And again, the clock just continues to run until right now when East Noble decides they need to take a breather. 440 remains. We're in the first half. It's a 10 to nothing Norwell lead over the East Noble Knights, but Norwell with a first and goal at the seven. Looking to extend this lead. We'll come back. It's high school football at 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Houston Performance Edge program is here to help athletes reach the next level. It's a high-intensity, personalized training program tailored around your athletic schedule for athletes who want to be the best. In season or out of season, the Edge program is designed around you. Whether you're making the jump to high school athletics or have dreams of playing your sport in college and beyond, the Edge is the athletic development program to get you there. Call us at 260-266-4007 to schedule your free one-on-one -on -one consultation and become more with The Edge. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Second week in a row that the East Noble Knights have had a slow start. They couldn't stop Leo early last week and fell behind 32-12 to 12 before a furious rally. Tied it at 32. Leo eventually won that game. Norwell threatening to go up 17 here in the first half. There's a pitch. Oh, wow. Good blocking set up in front of Graft, and Graft will take it seven yards into the end zone. Touchdown. Bodenheimer with a great block. They had Bodenheimer and Colbert leading the way around the left edge. They got the two blocks that just parted the sea and allowed Graf to run in almost untouched. The pitch play to the left, and Norwell takes a 16-0 lead. for the extra point. The kick is up, and it is good. We've got a 17-0 game with 4.36 remaining in the first half. Norwell leads it over East Noble. The East Noble Knights will get the kick when we come back. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. 
Now back to high school football. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors on Fort Wayne Sports Station. Looking to improve to five and one and hand East Noble their second consecutive loss. Norwell leading at 17 to nothing. 4:36 to play first half. Oh, and nice here's kick. the Norwell kick. High hanging kick. Munson will return it from the five. In between the hash marks, he hits the 20 and then runs into a wall down at the 21 yard line. About a 16 yard return, and it's going to be first and ten for the East Noble Knights from their own 21. In familiar territory, I guess, Shannon. Same thing last <laughs> week. They were down by 20 in the game against Leo. Here they're down 17. Yeah, I, I you know, I don't like their body language. I just think they're kind of going through the motions a little bit. They're, look, they're not, you know, they, that hangover from last week's loss. But I tell you the other thing is Norwell is a very, very well-coached football team. Very seldom do you see their kids out of position on either side of the ball, and we're seeing the results of that already. 17-0 Norwell. Zender Brazel, the sophomore quarterback, in the gun, and they'll run a little reverse. Here goes Nichols. Nichols off left tackle. Can't get much past the line of scrimmage. Really well defended, and when you talk about the discipline of the Norwell defense and just Norwell in general, that's perfect. Staying at home on that reverse play and then getting the containment to force Nichols to take it in between the tackles rather than wide, and he got help, and Norwell stuffed it, holding yep. it to only a one-yard game. Yeah, I think that was Brody Bolin, the junior, 6'3", 256-pound defensive lineman. And off, bringing it wide to the right. Carrico got popped and knocked out of bounds. Never really got the full corner. And uh, actually, I think it might have been Nichols again with the carry. Yeah. I, so Nichols with back-to-back -back carries. It's so far this year for an average of almost 10 yards per carry. But you uh, you wonder if Coach Luke Amstess is trying to find some kind of a spark. You mentioned that the guys looked a little flat. You yeah. just need to see if you can make a play by someone somewhere. And now they're facing a long third down. Third down and seven from their own 24. Roll out to the left. Brazel looking, looking, throwing far left sideline. And was that a catch? Unbelievable catch on the far sideline. And that's Munson yeah. with a toe tap on a beautiful throw out at the 47-yard line. A first down for East Noble. Yeah, great route, little corner route, and a great throw there. The one thing, too, East Noble's got a lot of guys going both ways, and with Norwell driving the way they are, I think that's why you're seeing some subs here. East Noble down 17 to nothing, has it first and 10 at their own 47-yard line with 3.43 on the clock. Quarter number two. From the left hash, handoff, the running back, I think Carrico is back in there, and as Carrico spins through the hole for a couple of yards, there's a flag that flies right into the pile. Yeah, that's the holding, or a it's, it's a, a face mask, mask yeah. I think. Yeah, it'll be help. Five-yard variety. So that will take it on the Norwell side of the 50. 
to the 46. So East Noble crosses the center point. And they've got it second down. And about three to go from the 46-yard line. Shotgun for Brazel. Single back in the backfield, and I think it is Carrico that's back there with Brazel. Trying to see the number. He's on the far side of Brazel. It's hard to see him. And a late timeout called by Josh Gerber wants to talk to his defense. Must have saw something in either the alignment or the way East Noble was getting set up that he wanted to make sure his defense was prepared for. So a timeout comes with 317 remaining in the second quarter. Norwell 17, East Noble nothing. We'll be back with the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Let's face it, replacing your heating and cooling system can be stressful. At Masters Heating and Cooling, they want to make your decision painless and worry-free, which is why they're offering special no-interest financing up to 72 months. And as a high-volume dealer, Masters Heating and Cooling uses their buying power to get special savings and passes those savings on to you. Save money and save on interest with 72-month financing available now. Turn to the experts and a new carrier heating and cooling system for Masters. Online at MastersHeatCool.com. Terms and conditions apply. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Second down and three for East Noble, trailing 17 to nothing. They've got it at the Norwell 40. Here's a quick screen. They're going to get it to Munson in space. He heads for the sideline, breaks away from a tackle, and then finally hit and brought down at the 42, maybe the 43. That's just enough to get the first down. About a five-yard pickup for Munson. And they'll put it at the 43-yard line where it's first and 10 for East Noble, but the clock continues to run. Under three minutes left in the first half, a 17-point Norwell lead. That was all Munson, too, because he had nobody out there with him just himself two receivers short side to the right Munson goes in motion right to left and he'll get the pitch it's a sweep over to the left can oh, he get wow. the edge no he gets taken down just as he gets to the sideline and it's only going to be a gain of about a yard great pursuit across the field chasing a very speedy linebacker position he came out of nowhere wonder if he's more valuable to this Norwell <laughs> defense or where he's a linebacker or offense where he's an outstanding running back Second down and long at the 42. Handoff. And that's going to be a short gain of a yard, maybe two to the 40. But uh, it's going to be third down and seven. So a lot of work to do right now for East Noble, and not a lot of time to do it. Only 2.25 on the clock. Yeah, they're, they're having trouble running it offensively and trouble stopping the run defensively. I'm sure that Coach Amstatz is thinking points here, and the second half kickoff will go to East Noble. Roll out to the right for Brazel. He's looking to throw near sideline. Almost oh. picked off and could have perhaps. Kate Schilt could have jumped the route. Instead, he kind of backhanded the ball and swatted it away. 
That was that almost was a pick six. Well, and he did a great job of covering Zolman because he's about six five, and uh, did a great job and got his hand in there right at the last second. Four down territory here. Fourth down, seven to go. Ball at the Norwell 40. East Noble letting it ride here with 2.05 remaining in the first half. After the defense lines up, Brazzle then looks over to the sideline. He wants to get a play call, and as the play clock runs down, East Noble has to take a timeout. Big play here on a fourth and seven from Norwell's 40. East Noble trails Norwell 17 to nothing. 205 remaining in the half. We'll take a break. We'll come back for the fourth down play next. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Let's face it, replacing your heating and cooling system can be stressful. At Masters Heating and Cooling, they want to make your decision painless and worry-free, which is why they're offering special no-interest financing up to 72 months. And as a high-volume dealer, Masters Heating and Cooling uses their buying power to get special savings and passes those savings on to you. Save money and save on interest with 72-month financing available now. Turn to the experts and a new carrier heating and cooling system for Masters. Online at mastersheatcool.com. We are Masters. Terms and conditions apply. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Fourth down seven from the 40. Drop back Brazel. Throws over the middle and it's dropped. Brett Christian, the tight end. Just a little slant route over the middle, Shannon, and it was perfectly executed because the uh, wide receivers cleared going deep, and then they slid the tight end into that open area in the middle of the field. But the ball right through the hands of the uh, of the senior tight end, and the incomplete pass turns it over on downs, and now Norwell still has 2:01 to play with here at the end of the second quarter, already leading at 17 and nothing. Yeah, great throw, execute the play. You know, like you said, it hit him in his hands, and that's a tough break for East Noble. Norwell from their own 40-yard line. Handoff, it's up the middle. Graf the carry, crosses the 45, and with the pads low, drives to the 47. Seven-yard pickup for Luke Graf. I'm a little surprised of the push at the line of scrimmage that Norwell's getting on both sides of the ball tonight. I mean, they're just caving it in. They're winning the physical battles up front in the trenches. Second down and three, drop back. Bailey looking to throw, looks, has time, throws late over the oh. middle, deflected off the shoulder pads of the receiver on an underneath route in the middle of the field. And that deflection almost led to a pickoff, but instead the ball falls incomplete. Now it's third down and three, and the clock will stop with a minute 27 left in the first half. Norwell, a 17 to nothing lead. Dangerous throw, never throw late back over the middle, especially going to your left. That was asking for a disaster. Luckily, it was dropped. One receiver left, two receivers right. Bodenheimer goes in motion left to right in the backfield, and they'll give it to Graf trying to get first down, and Graf just carries tacklers across the 50 to the 49. He needed three. He got four. First down, Norwell. 
Yeah, if they, if they can just give it to him the rest of the way, I mean, he's getting big chunks of yardage. Norwell lines up in a hurry. The clock at a minute 20. It is running. Two receivers left. One receiver right, single back. Graf gets the handoff. Looks for a hole up the middle. Bounces away from one. Inside the 45, down to the 42. Seven yards added to the total of Luke Graft, and it's going to force Norwell to take a timeout. Well, their strong suit's not throwing it, and now they're in a position where they're probably going to have to because I believe that was their last timeout. Minute seven on the clock. We'll keep it here during this timeout. I would imagine they'd have to get it to about the 20-yard line to have a... Trying to see if we, we can find a flag anywhere on the property right here from our vantage point. It's, there's good old glory. I can't see it oh, it's, where I'm at. It's, so. a, it's, a, it's not as stiff as it was. I mean, it's blowing a little bit out of the south. No way I can see it. Wait. <laughs> I mean, I, I got the same I got problem. The, I got the corner of the window, so all I can see is to about the 20-yard line. You're pointing behind the end zone. There's no chance. But I don't know. Are they going into the wind or against? the wind. Well, it's kind of blowing across the across the uh, field at us. So it's no help either way. Ready to go. Norwell back on the field. Second down and about three. There's a pitch to the left. Graf at the numbers. Follows the blocking and he's down to about the 36 or 37. They'll get the 36. That'll be another first down. But he also stayed in bounds. Yeah. I got to get the change set, so. Stops just long enough to set the sticks. Under a minute left, first half. 17 nothing. Norwell looking to add to the lead. High snap, bounces off the hand of Bailey, but he handles it. Throw it away. Now he's going to scramble to the right. He keeps looking. Now he's going to run up the middle of the field. There's a late flag, probably a hold. And again, a little shovel pass forward. It's caught, but it's all going to come back. The ball goes inside the 30 to the 27-yard line, but none of it's going to count because there was a hold in the backfield. And that's what happens to your quarterback scrambling left and yeah. right, and it just you force the lineman to hold that block for so long yeah. that eventually... They get and so uh, this is a big one too because it happened about eight yards in the backfield, yeah. and they'll march it off ten more yards from the spot. Helps East Noble out a ton, but Bailey there, you know, he's got to make a decision, especially knowing where you're at in the in, in the half here under a minute, either throw it away, preserve time, but he couldn't do what he just did, and like you said, the longer it goes, the better chance you're going to get a hold. Now they would have only needed about 20 more yards to get a shot at a kick, and now they're at their own 44-yard line. Pitch play, short side to the left. Graft cuts it up at the numbers and takes it across the 50 back into East Noble's side of the field. I'm guessing they're just going to be content going in with a 17-0 lead here. Damon Bentley, linebacker, made the tackle for the Knights. But the clock's going to tick down, and we are going to get the halftime. 
good night so far for the Norwell Knights. But I would imagine part of the halftime speech of Josh Gerber tonight will remind his team what this East Noble squad did a week ago when he, when Leo started to feel pretty comfortable with a 32 to 12 lead. The Knights created a couple of turnovers, three straight scores. They tied it up at 32, and eventually Leo was able to win the game. But this one far from over, Shannon. Too many playmakers, too many, too many guys that can get East Noble back in this game, but really a flat first half, and it probably is one of those hangovers from the big emotional game last Friday night. They just haven't had their focus this week. Yeah, and getting on a bus, coming down here, and all those things that just kind of go against you a little bit. And I'm, Coach Amsett's the good coach. I'm sure he was very aware, uh, aware of what was needed for tonight. And right now, they just need somebody to... They got to have that big play you know that's it just takes one big play like you said and they've got the the kids to do it so it's by far not over yet so it uh, is halftime and it's a bit of a surprise and it also comes very quickly because i'm sure that matt scrambling trying to put together his <laughs> halftime scoreboard will try to kill as much time as possible but right now at the break norwell leads it over east noble 17 to nothing what about the Norwell defense? Even if East Noble's a little bit flat, they've played so yeah. disciplined here in the first half. They've been so impressive. Remember, they won this game a year ago um, in, in a game kind of similar, yeah. one that was not an offensive game. It was predicated primarily on defense. And, uh, you know, they're back here tonight kind of kind of dictating the game once again. Yeah, 21-17 was last year's score uh, of this game. and uh, But you said it, their defense, and what I watched of them on film, they are very sound in what they're doing, well coached, and they've got the kids like Graf that, that can make plays. You know, we've seen them run east-west. I mean, they're doing it all, covering a lot of ground. And you got a kid on his noble Carico. I mean, he's 6'2", 220 now. He's not a, he's no slouch in the backfield for them. So, uh, very impressive first half of their game plan, both offensively and defensively. And uh, right now they've got to continue that into the second half because they're going to get a they're going to get a different team my belief is and he's no with the second half because uh, of what coach Amstutz is politely saying to him right now so we will take a time out it's your hoopy insurance services halftime report when we come back here at norwell shannon griffith will give us our first half rundown of scoring and then we'll send it back to the studio for the rest of the halftime show and matt will give us our scores around the area at the uh, midterm break. 17-0 our score here. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Get the latest knife info from the area's premier knife shop. Follow Blademan's on Facebook and Instagram today and get the latest on what's happening at Blademan's Knife Shop at the Shops of Scott Road. Hello, this is Mark, the owner of Blademan's Knife Shop. I'd like to personally invite you out to the store to check out the area's best selection of quality knives. We carry Benchmade, Hogue, Protec, Microtech, Emerson Knives, Zero Tolerance, and many more. We have the best selection of premium knives anywhere within 100 miles of Fort Wayne. So come in and check out our great selection and have a cup of coffee on me. 
Before you experience the world-class quality in store, see fresh inventory updates and limited-time specials at the Blademan's Facebook page. Some inventory, unique colors, and new styles only stay in stock for a day or two. So be in the know and update your knife collection the smart way. Follow Blademan's today. As always, 10% discount for police and military and on-site sharpening service. Join the community of premium blade buffs at Blademan's Facebook and Instagram today. Let's face it, replacing your heating and cooling system can be stressful. At Masters Heating and Cooling, they want to make your decision painless and worry-free, which is why they're offering special no-interest financing up to 72 months. And as a high-volume dealer, Masters Heating and Cooling uses their buying power to get special savings and passes those savings on to you. Save money and save on interest with 72-month financing available now. Turn to the experts and a new carrier heating and cooling system for Masters. Online at mastersheatcool.com. Terms and conditions apply. Are you currently working in construction, farming, or similar jobs and looking to get into a more stable and rewarding career instead? Well, listen up. Paul Davis, the industry leader in recovery, reconstruction, and restoration, is growing and has opportunities for you to get on board and grow with them. Now hiring project managers, technicians, carpenters, and more. See for yourself why so many employees with Paul Davis of Northeast Indiana have enjoyed long-term and stable careers with plenty of opportunities for advancement. At Paul Davis, you will enjoy the family atmosphere and ever-changing work environment. You'll earn highly competitive pay and benefits. Ready to learn more? Text the word PAUL to 46862 now to discover the opportunities and apply now. Text PAUL, P-A-U-L, to 46862 to start the process on starting a rewarding career you'll be proud of with Paul Davis of Northeast Indiana, the restoration leader. Learn more and apply today. Visit whycallpaul.com or text PAUL to 46862 from your phone. Paul Davis is an equal opportunity employer. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern indiana for over 30 years we've treated all walks of life from peewees to professionals and olympians and everyone in between schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations even without a doctor's order we communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment indiana physical therapy is cost effective except the same day you call go to indianapt.com indiana physical therapy where people go to get better this is an exclusive presentation of high school sports. It's the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Surprise here at halftime, 17 to nothing. Norwell leads it over East Noble. And, uh, you know, it's a surprise, but it's not a fluke. Right. Norwell's been the better team here in the first half. They forced a couple of East Noble turnovers. They uh, have been able to pound the ball on the ground. And a 17 to nothing lead here at the break. And to tell you how we got here, it's Shannon Griffith. Well, you're right. Right now, Norwell is dominating on both sides of the football. They take the opening kickoff. They go 14 14- 
plays, 78 yards. Graf from three yards out. The PAT was good, and Norwell had an early 7-0 lead. Then into the second quarter, Norwell gets the ball on their 42, or on East Noble's 42-yard lines. It it is capped off by a 26-yard field goal by Austin DeLeon at 8:01, and it was 10-0. Then Norwell's defense gets a gets a turnover. This time they get the ball at East Noble's 37-yard line at 4:30 with 4:36 left in the half. They go seven plays, 37 yards again. Graf with the second score of the night from seven yards out. The PAT was good, and Norwell had a 17-0 lead here at halftime down here in Aussie, and it was a good half of football for, for the Knights, uh, like we talked about on both sides of the ball. It is the Hoopy Insurance Services halftime show. Of course, we want to thank all of our sponsors that uh, help bring you high school football on Friday nights. Of course, Alliance Exteriors, your roofing, window, and siding partner for life. You can visit Alliance Exteriors, IN.com for your free quote. Also, thanks to Parkview Sports Medicine, Indiana Physical Therapy, Pizza Hut of Fort Wayne, Hoopy Insurance Services, Ever True Financial Services, and Cruzy Automotive Service. Halftime score, Norwell leads it over East Noble, 17 to nothing. A happy homecoming crowd here at the break, but a lot of football still to be played. Before we get to that here at Norwell, we'll continue Continue with the Hoopy Insurance Services halftime show. Area scores coming up from the studio next as we roll on with the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Become a weekend warrior at BetMGM. King of the Weekend is a free-to-play challenge where you can win up to $50,000 for correctly picking the highest-scoring pro football teams during the weekend. Simply log in to your account and find the King of the Weekend contest in your promotion section. Then pick the six teams you think will score the most points from the selected games. $1,000 will go to the top entry each week. And if you guess all six in the right order, the grand prize of $50,000 could be yours. Plus, hundreds of dollars in free bets will be awarded to players who come close to a perfect score. Go to your account and try the King of the Weekend free-to-play game. New to BetMGM? Download the app today and make weekend football even better. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Indiana only. Must be 21 years or older to wager. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Have you heard? Pizza Hut has Detroit-style pizza, and it's so good. The Pizza Hut Detroit-style pizza is a rectangular deep-dish pizza with a crispy, cheesy crust edge, layered with toppings and cheese all the way to the edge, and finished with a premium diced tomato sauce on top. Mmm! You can create your own Detroit-style pizza or get a meaty deluxe, double pepperoni, or supremo. Pair the Detroit-style pizza with all-you-can-eat salad bar now open at Pizza Hut. All you can eat. Now that's what I'm talking about. No one out pizzas the hut. Dealing with joint pains, sprains, strains, or back pain? Make the Parkview Ortho Express Walking Clinic your first stop when you have an orthopedic or sports injury. Located at a Sport One Parkview Fieldhouse, Ortho Express has specialized orthopedic physicians on staff when you need it most. Get x-rays, treatment, and referrals to Parkview Care, all in the convenience of a walking clinic. You can even see ortho providers virtually through the Parkview MyChart Virtual Walking Clinic. Ortho Express is open Monday
Monday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Friday 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call 260-266-4007 for more. Going through the home buying process can be stressful, but one key decision that shouldn't stress you out is who to contact for your insurance. There are hundreds of insurance companies and many specialize in specific type homes in unique situations. So it's always best to contact an independent insurance agent like Hoopy Insurance Services, who will compare many different companies to find the exact policy that will work for you. Hoopy Insurance Services has been serving area homeowners and business owners for 40 years, and they take great pride in personalizing each policy to be the right coverage for every situation without the shortcuts, loopholes, or gaps that could cost you money later. And it doesn't cost you extra to have an agent that's available by phone or even in person when you need to file a claim. Matt Hoopy is a second-generation owner that learned how important service is from his father. And for 40 years, the company continues to grow without sacrificing the personalized service the company was built on. Hoopy Insurance Services, online at hupe-insurance.com. They're family serving your family now for 40 years. Now back to the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Hello, ladies and gentlemen out there, and welcome in to the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Show on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. I'm Matthew Klingenberger. I'm John Graham. And we have all of your up-to-the-minute halftime scores with right now your game of the week, 17 nothing. That's right. Bishop Lures right now 14 nothing in the second. Yeah, Lures staying on top of the SAC. They're up on Northrop right now. Uh, that's our last update at the moment, but right now the Lures Knights looking to hold atop the Summit Athletic Conference. Also, uh, Carroll is holding Southside 42 to nothing. Yeah, Carroll right now may be the hottest team in the area. Bishop Lures, of course, has an argument for that as well. I'm a glass half full person, so good news for Southside. They blocked a field goal just a little bit ago. Also, Matt Snyder team uh, is leading Wayne 21 to 0. That's right. They are 21 nothing Panthers. They had the win on our air last week against Homestead. Uh, Snyder's defense playing very well. They stopped Wayne on a fourth down and they just forced a fumble a few minutes ago. And my Homestead Spartans are leading Northside 27 to 7. Indeed they are, John. And your alma mater, they are looking to bounce back from that loss last week. Uh, it was close early, but since Homestead has started to blow it open at Chambers Field. Right now, Brett Rump's Concordia is falling uh, to Bishop Dwayne, or 17-3. Yeah, it's the Saints, really. They need a win here to give themselves really any chance in the SAC. Uh, they are up 17-3 right now. They have a slow start. Rocco Sioka, though, with an over-the-shoulder touchdown grab. In our game of the week, which you're following right here on 13, the fan, uh, Norwell is leading East Noble 17 to nothing. Turnovers just killing East Noble right now. They have those two costly fumbles. Norwell has maintained control of the tempo, and the Norwell Knights are looking good so far. Also, newly updated score for New Haven. Uh, they're leading Columbia City 21 to nothing. Yeah, big game for the Bulldogs. They look to build a little bit of confidence going in the second half of the season. They've had a decent year, 21 nothing. Huntington North is leading DeKalb 21 to seven. Yeah, both teams desperate for wins. They've struggled this season. Uh, DeKalb currently winless, I do believe. It's 21 nothing, and it's Huntington North on top. And another game that several um, area media outlets are following. 
Uh, Adams Central is leading South Adams 28 to nothing. Last updated score. Yeah, this is interesting. South Adams, they've had that great run, at least of the regular season, uh, going back to last season the year before. Right now, it is all Adams Central 28 nothing. Not too big of a surprise. Adams Central's had a great year. South Adams could be on the verge of losing two in a row. And right now, Woodland is leading Jay County 14 to seven. Yeah, John, this game's been a bit odd. Jay County ran the opening kickoff back for a touchdown, but since then a tipped ball up in the air caught for the touchdown for Woodland. They have just taken the lead. It is 14-7 Warriors. And Leo right now is leading Belmont 38-7 second. Yeah, it was a bit shocking seeing Leo actually play a close game last week. I don't think they liked that very much. Their fans won't have to sweat this one out. At least it doesn't appear. They're up 38-7 on Belmont Lions cruising again. Also, last update score for this game, we have Garrett leading West Noble 7-0. Yeah, this is another one that's been a little while since we last got an update, but the Railroaders up 7-0. They're looking for a big victory tonight. And here are some bonus Major League Baseball scores. The Cubs and Cardinals uh, just finished a doubleheader. The first game currently, or the first game final, Cardinals 8, Cubs 5. Uh, Cubs will actually just launch at the top of the first right now. That is scoreless. Uh, for you Yankee fans, right now the Yankees are leading the Red Sox 6 to nothing, And our lovely White Sox uh, are are uh, playing the Indians right now. That game is zero to zero in the mid fourth. Yeah, White Sox officially going to the playoffs after last night. And all I can say is Cubs fans, hang in there. Better days are ahead. Uh, but yes, that does conclude our halftime report. I think we're satisfied here. So. This has been the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Show on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. For Matthew Klingenberger, I'm John Graham. And we now return to your uh, high school football game of the week where Norwell leads East Noble 17-0. Going through the home buying process can be stressful, but one key decision that shouldn't stress you out is who to contact for your insurance. There are hundreds of insurance companies and many specialize in specific type homes in unique situations. So it's always best to contact an independent insurance agent like Hoopy Insurance Services, who will compare many different companies to find the exact policy that will work for you. Hoopy Insurance Services has been serving area homeowners and business owners for 40 years, and they take great pride in personalizing each policy to be the right coverage for every situation without the shortcuts, loopholes, or gaps that could cost you money later. And it doesn't cost you extra to have an agent that's available by phone or even in person when you need to file a claim. Matt Hoopy is a second-generation owner that learned how important service is from his father. And for 40 years, the company continues to grow without sacrificing the personalized service the company was built on. Hoopy Insurance Services, online at hupe-insurance.com. They're family serving your family now for 40 years. The PSM Performance Edge program is here to help athletes reach the next level. It's a high-intensity, personalized training program tailored around your athletic schedule for athletes who want to be the best. In season or out of season, the Edge program is designed around you. Whether you're making the jump to high school athletics or have dreams of playing your sport in college and beyond, the Edge is the athletic development program to get you there. Call us at 260-266-4007 to schedule your free one-on-one consultation and become more with the Edge. 
Have you heard? Pizza Hut has Detroit-style pizza, and it's so good. The Pizza Hut Detroit-style pizza is a rectangular deep-dish pizza with a crispy, cheesy crust edge, layered with toppings and cheese all the way to the edge, and finished with a premium diced tomato sauce on top. Mmm! You can create your own Detroit-style pizza or get a meaty deluxe, double pepperoni, or Supremo. Pair the Detroit-style pizza with all-you-can-eat salad bar now open at Pizza Hut. All-you-can-eat. Now, that's what I'm talking about. No one out pizzas the hut. Now, back to the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. All right, so Brett Rump and Shannon Griffith are not quite ready for us to go back to the field. So here is a bonus uh, clip from the IHSAA. It's time for the Commissioner's Corner, an exclusive weekly conversation about Indiana high school sports with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. Now for an up-to-the-minute report about what's happening in the constantly changing world of high school sports, here's Coach Bob Lovell with Commissioner Paul Neidig. Welcome back, everyone, to our weekly conversation with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. And Paul, here we are, week number five of high school football. You continue to cover the state with your principals meetings and on the horizon we have uh, some tournament action specifically unified football i know everyone's excited about all of these events we do you know we have such a great lineup for student athlete participation in the fall but you know the unified tournament and flag football is going to begin here in a couple weeks and and we certainly want our folks to get out and support because if you ever get an opportunity to go see a, a unified event your heart's going to be touched it's student athletes from every classroom in the building and they may be in a classroom for special needs students but it's still the school pulling for each other and it's where the schools that uh, the students that have no struggles in the classroom meet with the students that may struggle educationally a little bit or learning a little bit and they work together they're still on a team and they're still out there trying to get to the state finals i know that uh, i've been in some gymnasium with the varsity contest and had some unified games at halftime or in between games and always loved those events always enjoyed a watching everybody involved and the passion, uh, the emotion of everybody in the building, and it really is a special situation. It is, and you know, we've watched it, Bob, and we like to say this often, that a unified program in your building actually changes the culture in your building. Uh-huh. It changes what the lunch lunchroom looks like. It's not a table of those kids eating over there by themselves. It integrates all students within the student-athlete environment of a school, and it's just incredible. Paul Nightingale with us, the commissioner of the IHSAA. All right, so your principal's meetings continue. I know your plate is full, so to speak, with issues and things to talk about with governance structures and things that are uh, what you do as an association. It is, Bob. You know, everybody says, you know, these are these are not Paul Nottig's rules. Paul Nottig just sits in this seat to work with the membership. But every member school principal across the state has an opportunity to submit a rule change or a bylaw change, mm-hmm. as we call it. And it's considered by our board of directors every May to see if we need to change what we're currently doing. We need to add something to it or take something away. And what I love about it is it's not a single driven system. It's a system that's driven by all 407 member schools across our state. You talked about the unified uh flag football tournament coming up we're going to be in tournament mode very soon are we not we are actually we got girls golf sectional action starting tomorrow no actually i'd say that on friday friday across the state we've got girls golf right. sectionals some will play saturday and we're going to march into a state tournament within three short weeks it's absolutely amazing all right week week number five high school football means we're past the halfway point we've been lucky in terms of uh, covid uh, cancellations 
weekends. We've avoided any of those weekends where we have severe weather situations around the state. So all in all, it's been a, a relatively successful and uneventful, so to speak, fall to this point. It has been, you know, from a weather perspective, but it's been eventful and the action has been yeah. out there, Bob. Yeah. And we've got some we've got some phenomenal contests. We've got some schools that have not had some success in recent years that are out there winning this year. And so we just that's really good for sport and, and the game of football. Well you bring up a great point because there are three or four schools that are four and oh and haven't been four and oh in a long time. I mean a mm-hmm. long, long time. And it's really great to see and as you know as well as anyone, it's difficult in football to uh, not have success and then turn that corner and become a successful program. That's a difficult thing to do. It is. It takes so much work. And it's not just they got to work in the classroom. They got to work in the weight room. They got to get the students out in the building that are capable of playing football. It, it is a culture shift. Certain coaches are able to get that done. And when it's done and done right, it does get special. I think football is one of those sports that the hard work and time and, and the weight room pays off in wins. He's the commissioner of the IHSAA. It's Paul Nighting. This is our weekly conversation about all things IHSAA related. Commissioner, thanks for your time. Be careful on the roads. And thanks so much for all you do. Thank you, Coach. And, you know, I'll always say thank you to doing what you do in promotion of student-athletes and sport. And I'll tune in this weekend and listen to your post-game shows. Thanks for listening to The Commissioner's Corner with IHSAA Commissioner Paul Neidig and Coach Bob Lovell. And thank you for your continued support of the high schools in your community. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Let's send it back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Bit of a surprise here at halftime at Norwell High School, where Norwell leads it over East Noble 17 to nothing. Obviously, East Noble wants to draw off last week when they were down 32 to 12 to Leo and fought back to tie it up at 32 before Leo won the game 40 to 32. But they find themselves in a pretty similar spot here at halftime tonight. Yeah, they do. Uh, it's a little bit better than it was a week ago. But, you know, here's a team that is, I know has got a lot of pride in what they do how they do it coach Amstutz I have a ton of respect for him as a as a football coach so I I would not be surprised if we're in a dogfight come the fourth quarter East Noble is going to get the second half kickoff and so a lot of what we're going to have ahead of us may be decided on this initial possession of half number two East Noble sets up to return this from the left end zone they will go east to west Norwell will kick it west to east. East Noble, all white uniforms with blue numbers, blue helmets, and some yellow trim. Meanwhile, the Norwell Knights in a navy blue combination of jerseys and pants, white numbers, and some gold trim. Here is the kick, and it is a line drive near side, and it's going to be taken. Munson at the five, takes it up the middle of the field, across the 20, and then stood up at about the 21. 16-yard return, but again, another nice job by Norwell. So disciplined. They do their jobs. That, yeah. you know, you, you try to set up the wedge, Norwell blows right through it. And, uh, you know, I would say it's a win when you've got these type of athletes for East Noble 
these big playmakers that are returning these kicks and you're stopping them at the 21-yard line. That's a win for Norwell's special teams. Yeah, yeah and, and like I said, they're very well coached. They're disciplined in what they do, irregardless of offense, defense, special teams. But they understand special teams is, can make a difference in a game. Here comes East Noble, left to right. Xander Brazel, the sophomore quarterback. He will line up in the gun. Carrico to his right, and they'll give to Carrico. Nice bounce up the middle. Big run for Carrico. He's across the 30 and flipped upside down near the 34-yard line. A 14-yard or 13-yard carry for Carrico to start things here in the second half. First down, East Noble. Yeah, a little misdirection there to help the flow, get the linebackers flowing one way. He kind of popped out of a, of a muddle there. From centered between the hashes, middle of the field, they'll give it again to Carrico. And again, he pulls away from a tackler and takes it out to the 40. And was very close to pulling away from the last man, which would have freed him up for perhaps a touchdown run. But instead, a gain of six. It's at the East Noble 40, second down and four. Very impressive young man in the way he runs the football. Seen two good running backs tonight after seeing a good one last week in Tyrese Brown. Sweet play to the left. Carrico taken down in the backfield. Graff. Nice job shooting the gap by the linebacker slash running back, Luke Graft. <laughs> Man, he did. He came flying off of, out of that once he read the, the play and made a nice open field tackle. Your lead blockers mean nothing when the linebacker comes up from behind and just <laughs> drives the play the other direction. So now you have a third down and seven. It's back at the 37-yard line. And they'll give it on the ground. They'll give it to Carrico, and he's going to be stood up at the 40. They might give him the 41, but on fourth and three, what do you do if you're Luke Amstead? You're determined you want to set a second-half tone, but dangerous position to go for it here. Yeah, too... too uh they're going to punt. Yeah, too too much to gamble right now. It's not like, you know, they're not out of reach. I'm that's surprised, sure. though, on third down that you yeah. run the football if you're not going to go for it on fourth down. Yeah. So from their own 41, they line up to punt it away. Zolman will kick, and the kick is away. Low kick, line drive, bounces at the 21. An East Noble roll inside the 15, the 10 down to the 9. So it's a good kick. That's a huge 50-yard boot by Rowan Zolman, and it's going to pin Norwell inside their 10-yard line to start this drive. Norwell leads it 17 to nothing with 9:40 left in the third. Big flip of field position there for East Noble, and now putting Norwell with their backs to the wall here. But again, the first half they were just dominant running of the ball, and I, don't, I can guarantee you, Graft is going to get the get the bulk of the load here. Graft will line up in the backfield. They'll put two running backs. It is Graft and Colbert, the two running backs, along with quarterback Leighton Bailey. From under center, Bailey, a quick pitch. Got a lead block from Colbert, but Graft could never get much going, and he's down at the... 
10-yard line after gaining a yard, and he is staying down. He is hurt, and that is not what Norwell wants to see as Luke Graff slow to get up. I think he got rolled on the ankle that yeah. time. I think it was Nolan Rhodes that made that tackle there, and he, he kind of got him low, wrapped up around, like you said, his ankles there. May have just got it twisted up a little bit, but seems to be okay. He's trying to work it off, limping, and then kind of stepping on it as if to check the feeling, and he'll come off. So uh, after a two-yard gain, second down and eight, they put the ball out at the 11. It's on the left hash for Bailey. Bailey, the delayed handoff goes to Colbert. He's having a tough time fighting any kind of hole up the middle. Time the East Noble defense did a nice job of standing up the play, and it's only a yard gain to the 12. So it's going to bring up a third down and long. We'll call it seven to go from their own 12-yard line. Well, they've put Hood there in at nose guard, the big 6'8", 325-pound senior. He didn't play that spot in the first half, so there's a change they've made defensively to, like you said, plug up that middle. Third down, they'll actually say forward progress was to the 13, so it is third down and six. From the left hash, roll out to the right. Bailey looking, looking, and now he'll throw deep, and one-on-one -on -one coverage, and they'll say that there's a bump between Zolman and the receiver, and they're going to throw the flag pass interference on Rowan Zolman. Wow. Well, you know, there's certain things that are clear contact. Klein Neuenschwander was the intended receiver, but there's also an incidental contact, uh, you know, and to me, that the receiver and Zolman were just running down the field, and the receiver just turned and almost ran right into the back of Zolman, and they threw the flag on Zolman. Plus, plus the throw was underthrown, so it wasn't a matter of whether he could make a catch or not, but I don't think that was pass interference. It's going to give uh, Norwell a first down. They would have been forced to punt. Huge. Tough throw to make, though, against Ullman. He's got a knack for making interceptions on those types of balls deep into the center part of the field. He covers a lot of ground. First and 10, they'll put it out at the 28. Handoff. And it is Colbert running hard up the middle. Pounds to the 35. And gets to about the 35 and a half. That's a good seven-yard gain on first down by John Colbert. Yeah, I mean, if Norwell can take a big chunk of time by moving it Got an official's timeout here. Down to 8.09, still to play in the third, and it's a 17 to nothing Norwell lead. But if they can put a drive together where they take a big chunk of time off, which they're capable of, uh, it'll be tougher on home, uh, East Noble. Single receiver split each side. Now two backs in the backfield. The good news for Norwell is Luke Graft is one of them. Under center, Bailey, second man through, it's Colbert, and Colbert hit at the line of scrimmage, but again, just keeps pushing with the legs and gets out to the 39-yard line where it's a first down. Again, they'll, nice they'll put it runs. at the 38. Our nearside official was giving him the 39, yeah. but 38 is still good enough for first down yardage. <laughs> One thing.
thing to say about officials, and I'm not critiquing them, but I would say do a do take a little more time in where you spot the football when you set it down because a lot of times, Shannon, we see there's some crazy spots. Pitch play, student body to the left, and uh, it's Graf taking it across the 40, hit at the 41, gain of three for Luke Graf. I, I tell you, that Bodenheimer kid, what a player he is. I mean, he is uh, hes coming out here making, making open field blocks, and I don't think the linebacker or the corner want any part of him. <laughs> Second down and seven from their own 41-yard line. And again, two backs in the backfield. Colbert, the ball carrier this time. Nice job of breaking away from uh, Zolman and staying on his feet all the way to the 47. It's going to bring up a third down and short. Only a yard to go at the 47-yard line. And with 6.25 to play in the third quarter, Norwell leading at 17 to nothing, and the Knights are moving the football. Yeah, and East Noble's going to have to start taking some chances here, bringing the linebackers and stuff to stop this run. Wing to the right of the formation is Bodenheimer. And the give, Graf, follows the left side wow. of the line, puts the pads down, and just rumbles for four yards and a first down. He crosses the 50 to the East Noble 48. And that's, that's the thing that's surprising, Shannon, yeah. is the power game of Norwell. When they decide that they're going to run with that, that power football, now they, they're getting a good push yeah. off the line of scrimmage. Their kids come off the ball with great pad level as an offensive lineman, so they've got leverage on a defense, and that's what's moving the line of scrimmage. From the East Noble 48, Norwell has it first and 10, and that's blown up in the backfield. And it'll be uh, Colbert going down for a loss of three back to his own 49-yard line. Carrico made that play, but they're taking, they got to start taking some chances with the run game, the run blitzes and stuff, because uh, Norwell's just taking their time and running the ball down. Well, the they tried that uh, almost a little cross buck where they faked to the right. first man going to the right hand. Plus, East Noble got better penetration that time. Second, 13, pitch play. Here comes Graf. Oh, and a nice job wow. of shooting the gap and taking out the shoestrings of Graf as he crossed the 50. Really nice play. That was that Nolan Rhodes kid again. Yeah, Rhodes has been just all over from his safety position. Yeah, he came in and again, he grabbed him down onto that ankle. But I think when you look at the way East Noble's setting up, by position, they've got a free safety bordered by two safeties. But right. the way they're lining up, it's almost as if those two safeties around Zolman are coming up and playing extra linebacker spots, yeah. leaving Zolman by himself as a single high safety. They got they got that Rhodes kid almost playing the Mike linebacker position. Yeah, everybody's in within five yards of the line of scrimmage. And again, the give. Oh, and that play. time again, down immediately in the backfield. And that's Aiden Sprague, another one of the safeties. And right now it's a matter of numbers. East Noble stuffing the box, yeah. bringing their safeties up, and there's not enough blockers. And that's the first time tonight that we saw any type of enthusiasm, not only just by the kids on the field, but the sideline and stands. So maybe they're getting their juices going. And like you said, stuffing the box, they got to start making some, taking some risky shots with their uh, defense and force Norwell to throw the football. Fourth down, Norwell's going to punt it away. Here is oh, 
Allen with the kick. It's end over end. Wow. Nice big Norwell bounce. Do Fielded at the four. Here comes the return down the sideline for Munson. Dangerous, but he does get it across the 15 to the 16-yard line. Boy, that was a big kick because uh, that was fielded at the four-yard line. So that was uh, about a 50-yard boot. It almost got blocked, it looked like. I mean, it was a little late, but what Munson did there, I don't think you would uh, coach that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the ball rolling, rolling inside the five, and Munson went back and fielded it off the ground. And he had defenders right there, and somehow he was able to pick it up and yeah. quickly shift to his right and get the sideline, and he ended up getting a return of about uh, 12 yards out to the 16-yard line. So really saved his team uh, what would have been awful field position. Still not great position, but they do start at the 16, and they're throwing deep one-on-one. Zolman, and there's a hand-on-hand, and that's going to be a flag and a deep pass interference call against Norwell. And that's going to be marched off from the line of scrimmage. But it was Zolman, man-to-man, heading downfield again against Shelton, I believe. Yeah, that another good throw there, too, as well. The ball was well-positioned. And uh, he just got, you know, he kind of hooked him. You know, he got that hand and kind of hooked him a little bit, preventing him from making the catch. Got to say, though, what a job Cade Shelton has done. Yeah. The corner, because he's pretty much had one-on-one -on -one assignment against one of the best receivers in the NE8, Rowan Zolman. Yeah. He's 6'5". <laughs> and that's a good penalty there because, like you said, one-on-one, -on -one, if he goes by him, it's 6. So it is second down and 10. Or rather, first and 10 after the march off of the penalty. First and 10, and they put it at the 31. Ball on the right hash, single receiver each side, and again, they're going to throw it in space. Zolman has it. There he he tries to blow by the defender. Shelton, he does, and he's dragging another defender across the 45 all the way out to the 50-yard line. It's 19 yards and a first down. Boy, that's just so easy when you yeah. got a guy that can make a play like that on his own. You just let him step back into the backfield from his wide receiver spot, get the ball to him quick, and go to work. Yeah. That was the first time he's touched it since that fumble in the first half. Still on the island. It's man-to-man -man coverage against Cade Shelton. you got to like this matchup. Shotgun for Brazel. And they'll throw it again. This time, Zolman has it near side. And good one-on-one -on -one tackle by Shelton, who came up and hit Zolman and knocked him down before he got going. Gain of two to the Norwell 48. But they're going to pick on Shelton right now because I, I believe East Noble coaches are probably convinced that there is no one, even someone that's played as well as Cade Shelton, that right. is going to be able to handle Rowan Zolman in the open field one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, and then you got Carrico to, you know, run off of it. Man in motion. Comes from the left slot back into the backfield. They'll give to Carrico. He's looking for a hole behind his left tackle. There's nothing there. Loss of a yard. Again, that push up front by Norwell. Carrico loses a yard back to the 49, where it's now third down and nine to go. Yeah. And I think the other kid they got to try to get the ball in his hands is Munson as well. So you got some talent out on the outside. Norwell leads at 17-0, just over two. 
two minutes left in the third quarter, and East Noble with a third down and nine from the Norwell 49-yard line. I think this is four-down territory. Brazzle, shotgun snap, drops, pump fake, throws, deep sideline, route, and he overshot his intended target, Rowan Zolman. And it's going to bring up a fourth down and nine. Now, you know, it's kind of odd because they had the fourth and what was it, fourth and seven or eight. They yeah. ran the football. They right. got it fourth and five or six out of it. They didn't go for it. Here, third yeah. down and nine, they throw the deep bomb, which puts them into almost a, a difficult fourth down decision right at midfield. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that call, especially if you know you're going to go for it. Put yourself to get in a manageable fourth down. This one's tough. Fourth down and nine from the Norwell 49. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. And a quick slant. And the catch made and a first down. Munson. That was a good Munson route. will make the catch. They had man-to-man coverage against Shelton. And, uh, again, Munson just ran the slant, got inside Shelton, made the catch, and there was no help. It was all one-on-one -on -one coverage. And a first down for East Noble on the fourth and nine. They've taken it to the 36, first and ten. Yeah, nice throw, too. Right on the money. Denver broke stride. Minute and a half to play in the third. Still a 17 to nothing Norwell lead. East Noble looking to get on the board before the quarter ends. They have it at the Norwell 36. Brazel in the gun. Single back, Carrico. Read option, and they'll let Carrico have it, but there's not much running room. Only a yard to the 35. And again, a disciplined defense like that makes that type of play on the RPO so difficult. Yeah, yeah, and they're, and they're get, like you said, they're getting so much penetration up in the middle. There's just nothing there right now. I look for them to come out here to Zolman one-on-one again. Second down and nine from the 35. We're down to the last 45 seconds of the third quarter. East Noble still with a zero on the board. They're getting shut out by Norwell, 17 to nothing. From the left hash, Brazel. Yeah, got took a delay. Yep, they just took too long to get the snap off, and with 31.9 seconds remaining in the third, Goes from bad to worse for East Noble. Second down and nine becomes second down and 14. Yeah, not good. They'll bring it back to the 40-yard line. Night is cooling rather quickly. Today it got into the 70s. Might be in the 50s by the time we leave the stadium. Here's a pitch play. Munson. Takes it uh, down the hash marks inside the 35, spinning down to the 32. So he gets eight yards. So you're just trying to make it manageable at this point. And it will bring up a third down and seven to go with the ball at the 33-yard line. And that'll be the end of the third quarter. Who'd have thought that East Noble would be sitting on a zero after the first three quarters against this Norwell defense? It's Norwell 17, East Noble nothing. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Let's send it back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. After three quarters of play, it's the Norwell defense that might be the story. They have shut out East Noble. It's 17 to nothing. Norwell leading it over the East Noble Knights. Shannon, I feel like, okay, maybe in the first half you could blame some of the problems for East Noble offensively on the Knights just not bouncing back well from that loss last week. Third quarter, you got to really give full credit to Norwell. No question. Their defense has played phenomenal tonight. Shotgun and a give. Running back Carrico, and he's not going to get the first down. He's going to get about half of what he needed. On third and seven, it's going to be fourth down. And about four to go. They mark him down at the 30-yard line. So here we go, another fourth down. Norwell's defense, are they up to the challenge? Crowd getting on their feet. Xander Brazel, sophomore quarterback from the right hash. Trip receivers left, man in motion left to right. Dropping back, throwing, oh. sideline, Rodney overthrew his man, incomplete. Yeah, they ran a little bit of a wheel route and had a man streaking down the sideline, but Brazel, just too much arm, shot it high and in front of his intended receiver. And the incomplete pass will end the drive and turn it over on downs to Norwell with the Knights leading it over East Noble, 17 to nothing. He had his tight end right down the middle of the field. Nobody on him because the safety in the corner jumped Carrico, and he's wide open. It's almost a uh, predetermined play, I yeah. think. The way they set everything up, they thought that would be the man. But uh, you got to lay it up and give your player a chance to make right. a play. And Brazel too much behind it. Handoff to Graft. Graft gets hit at the line of scrimmage and only gains a yard to the 31-yard line. It's going to be second down and nine. Norwell with a 17 to nothing lead. We're a minute into our fourth quarter. I think the biggest thing right now for Norwell is not to, you know, let up on the gas pedal. Keep doing what you're doing and try to try to put another score on the board. Leighton Bailey, a small quarterback. Lines up in the gun. Graf the running back, and he'll get the handoff. Graf looks for a hole. No, it's Colbert. Colbert takes it to the wide left and stays in bounds down the far sideline out to about the 38-yard line. Nice pickup, seven yards. 
John Colbert, and it's going to be a third down in a yard. Yeah, they kind of got stuffed up in the middle there. He did a good job of bouncing it to the outside, and East Noble lost contain. <laughs> Two receivers to the right, one receiver left. Colbert the load back. Under center is Bailey, and he'll give to Colbert up the middle, and Colbert stumbles across the 40 and gets the first down. He needed a yard. He got about two. Close to the 41-yard line. First down, Norwell. Clock keeps running. This is the tough thing for East Noble. Being down 17 to a team that's running the football like Norwell is, it's like being down 35 to someone else. And every every third down and three or less, uh, Norwell's gotten the first down. So they're going to have to gamble in their run game. From near the left hash at the 41-yard line. Oh, they snapped it when Bailey wasn't ready. He was able to handle it, but it completely blew up the play. East Noble's got about four guys in the backfield, and Bailey paid the price. Well, I think it was snapped on the wrong count, which meant none of the offensive linemen blocked either. Yeah, and I almost thought the, the right tackle kind of was in in uh, procedure motion because he kind of flinched. And uh, Let me ask, uh, Shannon, your thoughts on this, because clearly it was not snapped on the right count. The offensive line wasn't ready to block. Is there a point where an official should blow a procedure against the center for <laughs> snapping it on the wrong count? I mean, he went too early. Here's the handoff to Colbert. Cuts up at the hash marks. Drags a tackler who wrapped him up near the shoulder pads across the 40 to the 41 where it's going to be a third down and 10. But no, I'm serious. When you go back and you think about it, you, you know, Bailey could have just been crushed. He had four guys coming clean on him that time because nowhere, no one for Norwell in the offensive line Move. even got out of their stance. Yeah, yeah. and everything starts with play. <laughs> it's got, you know, it's one of those bad feelings as a quarterback. Uh, quarterback's not buying him dinner this <laughs> <No>. week. <laughs> Hand off on the inside reverse. Bodenheimer and... The sophomore gets out to the 45 after picking up four yards, and it's going to bring up a fourth down and a punting situation for Norwell from their own 45-yard line. Eight minutes remain. 17-0. Norwell leads it over East Noble. Well, the East Noble defense there with the aid of that, you know, uh, errant snap there on uh, third, uh, second down. Going to get the ball back here. But they're really going to have to start picking it up offensively. Brody Bolin set to punt it away. Stands at his own 30. And it's a low snap, but handled. Oh. And Bolin just barely gets it away. It's not going to be a very deep punt, but that's secondary to the fact he got it away at all. And then it takes a big Norwell hop. That kind of night for East Noble, as this one will roll all the way inside the 25 before rolling dead. I think it even was tipped. Well, Bolin, uh, you know, he's a big fella. He's you know, number 54, he's <laughs> offensive or defensive line, and I think in the offensive line, and he handled that pretty well because, uh, you know, you talk about guys in your good hands team, and that was almost that type of thing where it was yeah. almost like, like snapping an onside kick where you short hop your punter. Yeah. So East Noble brings their offense out. 
which has yet to score. East Noble is down 17 to nothing with 7.25 to play. From the left hash, trip receivers to the right. Zolman is wide to the right. Brazel will run it. He'll follow the right side of his line. And, of course, when you run uh, behind Chris Hood, it's not hard to, to drive the pile, but only out to the 29. Gain of about three, maybe four. I don't know what happened there. Munson was on a different page, and they're just really kind of confused. Shotgun for Brazel. They're going to call procedure, I bet, on the right tackle. Yeah. And I think there was motion at the line of scrimmage. Well, now let's see. The official on the far side, I thought he started to point toward Norwell. Yeah, They're calling it on wow. Norwell. That was a gift. So uh, from second and seven to third down. It's going to be third and about a yard, so I guess it was second and six. Once they get the marker closer to the first down stick, we can see it's now second down and one from the 34. Drop back Brazel, lobs it near sideline, one-on-one to Nichols, and it's too far and out of his outstretched arms, incomplete. Again, they're they're trusting their uh, their corners. Klein Neuenschwander that time, man to man on Nichols down the near sideline, and there's not a lot of over the top help. No, and East Noble's not winning the 50-50 ball either tonight. 6:44 left, 17 nothing Norwell. East Noble now with third down and one. They're at the 34-yard line. Xander Brazel lines up in the gun. Single back, Carrico, he gets the handoff. First down, up the middle, nice gap, 45-50, avoids one at midfield, now near sideline, 30-25, and finally wrapped up, thrown out of bounds at the 21-yard line. Last man back for Norwell, Trace Moser, the safety, and Carrico rumbles for a big gain to the 21-yard line where it's first and 10, East Noble Knights. That's the big play they really needed, but they got it out of the run game. From the left hash, see if they go to the fade and throw the jump ball up. They're looking that way, and you've got man-to-man -man with Shelton on... Zulman over on the wide side to the right. He just there's the fade. Here's the throw, and it is intercepted. Shelton got it front and picked it off. What a defensive play by Kate Shelton to pick it off. And East Noble again denied by this Norwell defense. And Norwell continues to hold a 17 to nothing lead with 6.28 left. Yeah, that's number three on the night for Norwell. And they're a team that, on defense, they take the ball away and do a great job of it. But that play there on the fade, really Zolman's got to do you everything know. to knock that ball down and take it <laughs> off pass interference. I'm no coach. Shannon, but I knew the play call. Yeah, well, I looked at the field and I thought, 
Everybody seems to be kind of looking that direction, saying, I can't believe they're trusting man-to-man -man on Zolman. And then Shelton delivers once again. And what a night he has had. You know, he's not going to be one of those guys that's going to get on the highlight film. He might get for, for that. But, yeah. but the point is, a lot of times we look in the, in the paper or you look at print and you see guy ran it so many times for 200 yards. And we've got a timeout on the field, by the way. Or you saw a guy make nine catches for 180 or 200 yards receiving. But the job that Shelton has done in taking Rowan Zolman completely out of this football game offensively has been huge for Norwell. No question. And, and when Zolman has made the play, he's come up made the play, you know, the tackle in space on, on him. So, yeah, you, those are the kids that you don't hear about, read about too much, the ones that have those defensive games that they do. Uh, but tonight, he's, he's having a great game, as is their entire defense. 6.28 remaining. Norwell still leading at 17 to nothing with the football. They've got it at their own 20 after the interception by Cade Shelton. Under center, Bailey will give to the second back, and that's going to be Graft up the middle. Graft just rumbles, or Colbert, rather. It is Colbert. You know, I think they're trying to give Graft a breather. With the 17-0 lead, they want Graft for as many defensive snaps and to be strong, and so... He's got that ankle, too. Yeah, they're giving him a break. Colbert with a nice run up the middle out to the 28. That's an eight-yard gain, second down and two, and the clock continues to run. We're under Six minutes left. Norwell, a 17 to nothing lead and the football. Under center from the left hash. Colbert again. That time they hit him low in the backfield. And he can't get much more than the line of scrimmage. They might give him the 29. About a half-yard gain, but it's still going to be short. Third down, a long yard to go for Norwell. But in some ways, Shannon, these extra plays before you move the chains actually play to Norwell's advantage. Yeah, and again, the, they're doing a great job of taking the play clock all the way down and just eating, eating time. 5'11", 5'10", 5'09". The clock continues to tick under center. Bailey and the give. Wow. Colbert, nice hole. Boy, the right side of that Norwell offensive line just blew East Noble about six yards downfield. And Colbert wasn't even touched until he easily had a first down and then some out to the 37-yard line. Yeah, that was... Uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's really surprising. I'm, I'm kind of lost for words for how much of a domination up front there has been. Zolman now going off the field, kind of limping himself. Brody Bolin and Kyle Zettis, the right side yeah. of the Norwell offensive line. What a huge hole that time, pushing defenders downfield. So it's a first and 10 from the 37. Give to the running back. Looking for a hole up the middle. There's not much there. Get out to the 39 after gaining two. And it's going to be second down and eight for Norwell with 418 and the clock running. And Norwell leading at 17 to nothing. Yeah, they're just running a, what we call a simple isolation play with Brodheimer leading the way. And they're just getting great push up front and giving the running back plenty of room to make a play. And think about this. 
You've got no use of tiebreakers in the NE8. Oh, fumble. Fumble on the snap, and it went right back to the feet of Bailey, who fell on it. i got to take a timeout here now. And that's huge because Norwell will keep possession. It'll be third down and eight, though, with 3.43 left. But if uh, somebody can find a way to knock off Leo, yeah, you know, Norwell is not out of this. No. East Noble will suffer their second loss. Down 17 to nothing, 3.43 left. Of course, I shouldn't say anything. What was that game out? In, was it Nevada? Yeah. There was a high school game where yes. a minute left, and it was, what was that, a 21-point game or 24-point game? Yeah, it, it was, was crazy. The, it was the craziest thing you ever seen. That was uh, uh, Bishop Gorman, wasn't it, out there from Nevada? Yeah, it may that, have been. Yeah. Which yeah, a crazy, uh, crazy, crazy finish to that game. Kind of a national known program, Bishop Gorman, is yeah. out there in Nevada. 3.43 left, 17-0. It's Norwell that leads it, and Norwell facing third down and nine. Just outside their own 37-yard line. John Colbert is the running back. Leighton Bailey, the quarterback. Luke Graff, too. Limped off earlier, not in the game. He's had a heck of a night, both sides of the football. Pitch play to the right. Colbert stops, cuts it up at the hash marks, crosses the 40, keeps moving out to the 45, and they'll call him down at the 46, one yard short. Wow. Well, you know, how much faith do you have on this offensive line in this running game? Because you can pretty much put the game away if you can gain a yard on fourth down from your own 46. And the time's with him, and you got, you know, basically a three-score game. So and a quarterback that hasn't been connecting in the passing game. So and the way their offense has been playing, I mean, it's uh, they're going to spread yeah. the field and try to run it on a fourth down and one. And it's Colbert. First down. Colbert hits the pile and moves the ball out to the 48. He needed a yard. He got two, and the clock will keep running. And now the fans are starting to feel it here at Norwell. You have to wonder, Shannon, about scheduling a team like East Noble for your homecoming. Yeah. <laughs> Usually not the kind of opponent you want for to show off your program to the past alumni of the school. That's right. But what a win it is going to be tonight for Norwell here at home. They're going to want us back here. <laughs> they got to get a better cell tower. <laughs> and I'm going to hear a lot of it from them about picking East Noble to win this uh -oh. game. There's a handoff up the middle and a good run by Colbert. He's inside the 45 to the 44. That's eight yards. And, of course, part of the reason he was able to rumble for eight yards is East Noble wasn't tackling. They were grabbing football, trying to yeah. pull it out, pry it away from John Colbert. 2.18 left and a timeout called by East Noble. Norwell, 17. East Noble, nothing. It's the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
have you heard? Pizza Hut has Detroit-style pizza, and it's so good. The Pizza Hut Detroit-style pizza is a rectangular deep-dish pizza with a crispy, cheesy crust edge, layered with toppings and cheese all the way to the edge, and finished with a premium diced tomato sauce on top. Mmm! You can create your own Detroit-style pizza or get a meaty deluxe, double pepperoni, or supremo. Pair the Detroit-style pizza with all-you-can-eat salad bar now open at Pizza Hut. All-you-can-eat. Now that's what I'm talking about. No one out pizzas the hut. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Let's send it back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Second down and two for Norwell, leading it 17 to nothing, 218 left, and a hard count by Leighton Bailey just drew the entire defensive front for East Noble offsides, and that'll be another first down to the 39-yard line. East Noble, Shannon, we talked about the effects of that loss last week and how East Noble responded, and it's probably not the response Luke Amstutz hoped for. No. But, uh, you know, this is this is a lesson for these young men. I mean, this, this is a Norwell team that I think they took lightly. They probably weren't 100% focused, and they're paying the price for it. Pitch play, short side of the field. Colbert tries to turn it up and stay in bounds. He does so at the 37. A gain of a couple, maybe three to the 36. And the clock's going to tick under two minutes left. East Noble's going to allow it to continue to run. I think they've got a timeout yeah. left, but they're not taking it. Yeah, I, I don't, rem I can't remember. And I'm, they don't have it on the board, unfortunately. Seven-yard line. Down to a minute 45, and they will let the play clock run as far down as possible. It's now at 8, now it's 7. They'll snap this at about a minute 35. There's the snap. Handoff right up the middle. Colbert inside the 35 to the 34, game 3. There's their last timeout, I believe. Yeah. yeah, they take the timeout with a minute 30 on the clock. 17 to nothing, our score. Norwell leading it over East Noble. We'll take another timeout. It'll be our last break of the night. This is high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. East Noble. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Norwell leads it over East Noble. 17 to nothing. A minute 30 to play. Norwell, third down and five to go from the East Noble 34-yard line. Again, a hard count by Bailey. Doesn't get East Noble to jump this time. Handoff Colbert. He's got the first down inside the 30. Spinning a tackler down to the 25-yard line. Nine-yard gain, and that is the final nail in the coffin, and Norwell is going to pull off the upset tonight. And 
maybe they're sending a message. It's not an upset. No. Yeah, I think uh, we deserve to be in the discussion here in the NEA. Yeah, and what they've done the last couple of years has uh, been a pretty good turnaround. Very well coached football team. Very impressed in how their kids play the game. Down to a minute left. Leighton Bailey under center with three running backs. Looks like victory formation, and it is because there's a knee for Bailey. The homecoming crowd here in Norwell starting to celebrate. Happy it's only a two-hour game because the temperatures are falling, but even more happy that it's a 17 to nothing. Norwell lead. Last 35 seconds. We're going to have to have one more snap, and this one's over. Good old homecoming weather. A little chilly. Yeah. Fall upon us. There's the knee, and the celebration begins for the Norwell Knights. They've done it back-to-back -back years. They've defeated the East Noble Knights here at homecoming. 17 to nothing, a shutout. I don't know if we could be shocked by who won, but the manner in which they won, Shannon, a shutout for this defense, yeah. really something. Yeah, and against the uh, offense that had some firepower with Zolman and Munson and Carrico, they just kept them in check all night long, got three big turnovers, and he's Noble really never threatened uh, other than that one drive where, or towards there in the uh, fourth quarter where Carrico got the big run. But then they come right back with the next play and throw the interception. So very well job done by Norwell, the coaches, uh, and their scouting and report, getting the kids ready to play a big game here tonight. And they did it. So the final here in Uniondale, it is 17 to nothing. Norwell is the winner over East Noble. Podcasts by Federated Media.